Support for Paradox comes from the Timothy Center, your online counseling center no matter where you live. The Timothy Center is a marriage and family counseling facility in Austin, Texas, offering distance consultations for those that live outside the Austin area. If you have questions and you'd like to consult with Jimmy, Josh, or one of their licensed professionals, visit them at timothycenter.com. Recording live from Austin, Texas, a conversation about marriage and family that women will love and guys won't want to turn off. Dr. Jimmy Myers and Dr. Josh Myers are a paradox. Welcome We're to the show. Back. Are you Sam Ellinger? Yeah, that was my Sam. You know, he's my buddy. How so? You know, that's what Lucas, the five-year-old. Your nephew, my No, my nephew. grandchild. My grandchild, your nephew. Because And because Sam Ellinger also went to... Kasner mm-hmm. Christian Academy. Lucas will say, "Yeah, Sam, Sam and I go. We go to the same school. We went to the same school. No, not, we go. We go to the same school. He's my buddy. He's also in this part, also buddy, but he's also called White Jesus, mm-hmm. and I, is, which I firmly believe in. He's the savior mm-hmm. of all of UT athletics because yep. a good football program will equal a good Shaka Smart. Yeah, probably not. Ouch." Ouch, that's just But they're sad. they're they're going further in the NIT than expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've actually changed to a sports podcast, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. And so just saying snide things about the here. sports we care about. <laughs> tune, in, tune in weekly to the paradox mm-hmm. for HSOs, hot sports opinions. Oh. Uh-huh. Very nice. Oh yeah. Because all you have to do is say, Well, what's the team you like? Uh-huh. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> that's our hot take. Speaking of sports and like the Rangers, seriously. like the Rangers, well, the, Rangers the Texas are Rangers. They'll be good in 2021. The headline is, are they going to come in last? Of course, in the, all of the bigs. So who goes? Who goes to a game? We're closing out the ballpark this year. That's I'm, why we go. To say goodbye to Globe Life. Mm-hmm. Anywho, we are, we're dropping this uh, on the 8th of April. And we missed all of you, desperately. And we're recording this, though, on March 29th. I need you guys to know that I have three brackets out. For my March Madness, how many people tournament. are you going to tell this to? Everybody, a blind squirrel. ESPN finds an Austin, acorn every out of once thousands in a while. of people. I am number one, and Rudy's barbecue place around here has a bracket. And again, out of thousands of people, I am numero dos. I am just killing it this year, and it's you never so kill awesome. it. You're horrible at this. Yes, women. That's going to be a sexist comment. No, just, just add <laughs> mentally handicapped. Mentally handicapped. That's even women. worse. Probably at some level. Ladies that are very intelligent, that know lots about basketball, they even beat me. Yeah. So I'm really excited. When we do fantasy football, it always just infuriates you that I don't go to the draft. I'm always last in that, too. I just let ESPN pick my players for me, and I never really make much in way of, yeah, and I always beat you every year. You always win the championship. Our whole league is frustrated by that. Mm -hmm. But not last year. We've talked about wanting to kick you out. Yep, me and my computer friend, ESPN.com. So welcome back. It is 2019. We released some episodes in January. We took two months off, and we are back and potentially better than ever. Mm-hmm. Well, we're, we're slim and trim now. How so? It, well, My waistline is still yeah, just Not exactly big. physiologically. Oh, but podcast-wise. Podcastily. We're we are sl- slim. High and tight. We are slimmer mm-hmm. and trimming. Mm-hmm. We're trimming back on our um, interviews. Yes. We have seen that our highly or highest rated episodes are actually always content oriented. Mm-hmm. When it's just these two jabronis talking, mm-hmm. 
So we're focusing on content episodes and from week not to week. That the interviews are bad. Oh, the interviews were awesome, and we loved everybody. We were actually pretty sad about this. Exactly. Um, we got decision. to meet some incredible people. But because but we determined we were more incredible. Bottom line, isn't that in our production myself meetings? Myself and Jimbo and are incredible. Billy have this is our third job. Mm-hmm. We each have two other jobs. We've decided to focus on just one episode a week, and that Unless was going to be content. We get some really interviews we really want to, like Melanie Shankles yep. in the pipeline, possibly uh, or, Gary Sinise is in the pipeline, or the Donald. Yes. <laughs> yes, we would all spray paint our faces. Orange. I'd get to tell him I didn't vote for him. Mm-hmm. That'd be so fun. Well, now we lost half our audience. <laughs> I wrote in Obama. <laughs> I, didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't do vote that for him either. Yes. Yeah, I, all the winners. Basically, I really you don't. don't vote. No, I vote. I just don't vote for the winners. Apparently. Anyway, we got to move on. Yes, we do. Because right. you've got a child to go pick up. Today we're talking about Jimbo. Good enough parenting. I love that phrase. That needs to be our goal. I know Jesus said you're to be perfect, even as my heavenly Father is perfect. You know, I know that sometimes we shoot high, and sometimes our expectations get out of whack. Because there's never been a time, think about this, since we crawled out of caves, since we began using uh, uh, charcoal out of a fire to to make letters and words, there's never been a time where there's been more people through more mediums telling us how to parent. Present company excluded. Podcasts, books, social media. Oh, Lord, the Rawson reports on the Today Show. Huh? You watch the Today Show? The Today the Show? The Barack News Channel? No, it's, what is it? The National <laughs> Barack Channel. No. Forget it. Rawson reports, he does these special editions, and he will have, like, around 4th of July, he'll have the dangers of fireworks segment and have a mannequin and it, a firework blow up in their hands <laughs> yes. and watch your children around the 4th of July because they're going to explode We fire- used to put bottle rockets up y'all's noses. <laughs> And nothing ever. But it's happened. it's literally everywhere you turn around. It's not only are you being told how you're screwing up your kids, how but all die. the dangers out there. And I want and seriously, people need to know. Even though, okay, yes, uh, there are even some Nimrods telling you how to go toe to toe with your teen mm-hmm. and not be a, a fearful parent. Mm-hmm. But you got to understand our expectations for the people that we talk to every day at the office or be it via the podcast is these are all suggestions. They're by no means the parenting commandments. And take what you want, leave what you don't want. But bottom line, our goal for anyone listening to us, it's that you strive to be a good enough parent. And that seems doable. It really does. But with all the advice that's being given to us, just all the time, everywhere we look, parents have anxiety. Their anxiety is just juiced that my child will die if I don't slather him with Purex every time, you know, he walks in the door, I've just, it's just you gotta hovering be concerned the about the microbiome. Yes, constantly. And so we're just afraid they're going to die, afraid they're going to go to prison, afraid they're going to reject their gender. We're, we're just, we're petrified of everything. And for us to just take a collective deep knee bend and say, you know what, our goal I think what Jesus calls us to be is a good enough parent. That's all. That's it. That's all we got to shoot for. Because the perfect parents do not exist. Doesn't exist. Your parents growing up weren't perfect. 
James Dobson's Not Perfect. Jimmy Myers. Well, they probably came the closest. I was just saying, because you only quote Dobson and yourself. Oh, that's true. But all these people, we look at pastors. I don't want to spread this around, but you know, you and I doing what we do, we have quite a few pastors that are clients. They ain't perfect. Some of them may want you to think they're perfect. They may dress and... And again, which I'm guilty of too, you know, the only stories we ever tell about our families are when we got it right. We don't say all the other times, you know, that we had to to, to wrestle the razor blade out of our daughter's hand. Hmm. Yeah, that was Sarah, and it was very ugly. That's weird. So perfect parents don't exist. We see people at church and or people who teach classes, and we just think, oh, man, they, they're the ones. If we could just parent like them, if we just had their wisdom, if we just had their sense of humor, boy, would we be better parents. And those perfect parents don't exist. So one of the things I think that we have to just accept as a, a true... Are you moving like, to solutions already? No, I'm still in the problem. Okay, good. Is that we, we just accept this like gravity. It is a, it's a truth of life. You, as a parent, will make mistakes, and those mistakes will negatively impact your child. There, I said it. Because if you don't, right, and that's... Because every parent is sitting and falls short of the glory of God. That sounds like a solution, by the way. Uh, Does it really? Yeah. But if you don't do that, what it leads to is a lot of anxiety. Tons. Which leads to fear-based parenting. Tons. Which then leads to over-parenting. Then you're just up in the business that you don't need to be in. Then your helicopter, you're like Apache gunship parenting. You're going to make mistakes, and those mistakes are going to negatively impact your child. We talk about wild at heart. Etheridge, you know, yep. when he talks about the father wound. And I remember the first time reading that book, just going, well, that's kind of a gross overgeneralization that every guy has a, every father's is given a wound to their son. That's kind of stupid. But no, upon further review, yeah, I think that's pretty close to being correct. And you're well aware of how you screwed up me. Yes. We, and again, I think. I think we shared this. I think so too. But we were, it was, we were in the backyard. It was at night. I'm not sure how much you and I had been drinking. Uh, we didn't drink. Was, but it was one of those. And and for some reason, and I still can't understand yeah, why. Yeah, mom, when I answered for you, she was like, well, I'm not asking that question. I ask you, so how, what kind of a father was I growing up? What was I thinking? And I don't think the what sentence, a... the question had finished coming out of your mouth, and I had an answer <laughs> you for you. You just pounced on me with both. <laughs> it was like, whoa, uh, you were much too eager to answer that in the negative. Thank God he's asking. So your response was? Lazy. That I was a lazy father. And, 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 and in all seriousness, that is when I began hitting the bottle. It's <laughs> when you told me that, because... You weren't drunk or inebriated before that, no, but you but ran right after inside. That? After you told me that, <laughs> and I was just cons- I drowned it in shame. Yep. But even then, and again, explain what you were talking about. Well, and I think I've even refined that over the years, but we don't need to get into our father wound, or maybe that's a whole other episode in and of itself. But I think that I, he wasn't present parentally, mm-hmm. is what we talked about the mm-hmm. other day. And by that, unboundaried. For the most part, I didn't feel like, Lord, how much do we want to get into this? Let's just say this. You need to do one just on how we prepare boys and protect girls, because that really fits into that. So let's do that. But bottom line, that's what I do. Parenting is what I do. And I made huge mistakes. 
that negatively impacted my kids. So everyone needs to understand we're all going to do that. And if, you know, if we have unrealistic expectations for our child to be perfect and to never do anything wrong, and we have those expectations on us, it's going to produce so much discouragement and anxiety. Potential solutions. What do you got? The solution is for everyone to buy Fearless Parenting, because that would be one book that I think transcends this entire discussion. If you haven't picked up on this by now, Jimbo thinks of all of our topics. So most of our topics surround around things that he can recommend his own material. Yeah. It's marketing. It's called marketing, son. It's called marketing. So here's the solution. We are, we're just good enough. We're not perfect, so we're just good enough. And since for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, that there is not one parent that is righteous, no, not one, then we have to know we're going to make mistakes. So our goal can't be, it's kind of like as a believer, our I guess we're shooting not to sin, but we're going to sin, and so are our children. So it's it's not that the mistakes in parenting are not going to happen. We know they are. We try not to, but we know there are. They are going to happen. So we have to repair the mistakes, that's all. We have to know they're coming, try as hard as we can not to, but when they happen, we just have to repair them because there are going to be moments where we lose it. There's going to be some anger episodes. There's, you know, we're going to be highly stressed. And so something's going to come out and we're going to do something. We're going to make a decision. We're going to say something. That's going to happen because we're human beings. A good enough parent repairs that. That's all. I mean, if, 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 you, and some of us have parents, you know, the greatest generation and all that, there wasn't a lot of, gee, I'm sorry back in the day. I don't think that even the concept of telling your children that you're sorry for something you did. But if, if, if we're not telling our children we're f- sorry early and often, you know, something's wrong. So we repair the mistakes when we make them. And the reason that grandparents, uh, like your mother and I, make such fantastic parents now is because we know. Don't sweat the small stuff, and, and most of it's of small. none of it's small stuff. Most all of it's small stuff. Every little thing that happens, you know, when you're a parent, especially of young kids, and you're going through it for the first time, your hair catches on fire. And most older folks who are grandparents, they've seen their kids come through it. They understand that, yeah, that's a little of a hiccup, but, you know, they're going to be fine. So repair our mistakes. Don't sweat the small stuff. And it's almost all small stuff. To quote the great coach, Mac Brown, when he once said, you don't want to let one loss beat you twice. You don't Surely want to be, he wasn't the first. Uh, move, that move came on. from Mac. Move on. Let's say we do make a mistake, and we feel so horrible about that we made that mistake, and we feel so guilty that we made that mistake. Then we come up to something else, and we let the kids do it. We don't do what we probably should do because we're feeling so guilty about what happened before. So we let one parental mistake make us make two parental mistakes. And you see that a lot with divorces. Couples are just so guilty about what happened, that they tend to oftentimes let their kids get by with murder because they just feel so bad uh, about what happened. So repair the mistakes, don't sweat the small stuff, and don't let one mistake beat you twice. Write it down. Oh, oh, I just dropped the mic. Are you finished? Yes. Oh, boy. Thank God. It was awesome. My solutions. You have to accept that your child is going to be who they're going to be in adulthood no matter what you do. It's predetermined. God created them a certain way with a personality and, and, and temperament. 
and it don't matter what you do, in parentheses, within reason. You need to, as a parent, be about feeding them, watering them, and sheltering them. You need to be present physically, emotionally, spiritually. That doesn't mean you have all the right answers, just there and willing to have conversations. But if you do have a resource like Fearless Parenting, <laughs> you would have so many more answers. See, he, Go he ahead jumped, and proceed. jumps back in and starts talking again. So feed, water, shelter, be present, and then just don't abuse them. And neglect falls in there. Don't abuse them. Ooh, and, now we're really shooting high. <laughs> and just then, don't abuse them. They're really going to be who they're going to be. Mm-hmm. So the pressure's I say that to say the pressure's off. If you just love on them just and you're a good enough parent. be there, and, and they're going to be fine. I, I think that's a cognitive switch that we have to make. Real quickly, here's three questions to ask yourself, kind of a self-assessment Ooh, to figure like out. Well, you know, I aim high with this show. You really do. Aim small, miss small, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like the great Josh Myers once said. Yes, and use a hatchet. And by the way, some might argue that Mac was really all that great. He really only won with Vince. So was it the player or was it Mac? Or did he win? Let's have an episode on that. Yeah, he won. (laughs) Self-assessment. Ask yourself these three questions and potentially, depending upon how you answer, you might be struggling with this, I got to be perfect. I can't just be good enough. Do you take on too much responsibility for your children's successes? Well, then you probably take on too much responsibility for their failure. Oh, yeah. Another question. You don't say wise things very often. (laughs) That time you nailed it. Do I expect perfection out of my kids? Well, potentially then you expect perfection in yourself as a parent. Exactly. And are you filled with anxiety when you think of parenting? Does it scare you? Yeah. Yeah. So those three questions, if you answer one yes to one or all of those, potentially you're struggling with this anxiety of, I have to be really too good because you're never going to be good. All you have to be is good enough or you're never going to be perfect rather. All you have to be is good enough. Do that self-assessment if you feel like that's you at all. I mean, pull in a community, a friend, a pastor, a counselor. Don't reach out to Jimbo because he won't be able to help. But reach Amazon out. still on <laughs> sale on Amazon. Because you have some things to work on there. Guys, we are back. We're going to release for three months or so new episodes. Yep. And so we hope you enjoy them. Tune in weekly. We drop on Mondays. You can check out more about this episode as well as previous seasons at paradoxpodcast.com. You can also find us on our socials there. We thank you guys for listening. We would appreciate if you reviewed as well as shared the show. Thank See you. Ya. Paradox is produced by Billy Lee Myers Jr. For more about Billy, go to therapywithbilly.com. For more information about our Paradox evangelist, Julie Lyles Carr, go to julielylescar.com. And if you want more details about what was discussed on today's show, go to paradoxpodcast.com. Paradox.